0: listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Geeksu Haunt. Tonight, I am joined by Axel Wright, co-host of Geeks with Shields. How are you doing tonight?
1: What's up? I am okay. I've had a long day. I've got a longer day tomorrow. So, you know, just trying to relax in the moment. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm okay. Pretty much the same. Our our apartment is going under construction, so they start at like eight in the morning with extreme banging on the outside. So it's quite lovely.
1: Well, I know Ulrich has many problems with the various accoutrements related to where you guys live, including how it's run, so I'm sure that is helping issues.
0: Yeah, he has a lot of problems. But anyway, <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about um, Brightburn. I I don't necessarily want to say that it's a evil Superman type of movie, because while it... Um, has similarities to it. It's kind to me anyway, it was kind of a sh- a movie all on its own. What do you think?
1: Okay, here's the thing about that. I think that you it is intrinsically tied to Superman. The movie only exists the way it does because of Superman. So I think that is extremely part of it. Like it is it is the creators attempting to do a genre bend with uh superhero conventions, which is surprising that it hasn't happened like sooner, I know there've been other like little projects related to this. Like I know Cloak and Dagger was something like that. The New Mutants was supposed to be something like that. But yeah. with with Brightburn, right? For anyone who doesn't know or missed it, because it wasn't a huge release, but you know it was popular for a while. Like I'll talk about online. The premise is, you know, Superman's origin story. You know, alien lands in the middle of Kansas, as picked up by two farmers who raise him. Same story up until age eleven where it turns out that the the alien has like programming and the ship enforces the programming it's like saiyans and dragon ball z how they get sent to a planet and they're supposed to take it over by age 10 same thing going on here so the kid turns evil turns into a serial killer and what i want to say about it first of all is that i went in thinking all right, cool, Superman story is a horror movie. I'm not really into horror movies, but I am into superhero stories a lot, so this might be pretty neat. Maybe I'll see like a kind of a deconstruction over the concept of an all-powerful, you know, 10-year-old and what that actually be like. But the movie's not interested in being that at all, which is fine. It's just that it's not what I expected. The movie's far more interested in being Halloween where Michael Myers is a child Kryptonian.
0: And I've also heard um, people talk about how he is kind of a drone in the movie but to be honest when i was watching it i didn't i didn't get that feeling from it i i got kind of like you know he was um like he was turned on when he when you know the whisperings from the ship and stuff happened and then when he was cut it was kind of like he was awakened kind of like a sleeper cell type of thing which i guess is exactly what happened but to me i didn't see any drone type of thing and it was almost like he I know. He didn't really want to do what he was doing too, because he was giving people the chance to kind of to stop what they were doing, so that he didn't have to kill them. So I I don't know.
1: Kinda. I remember arguing. I I went and saw this with uh, Wunvog and my lady Scarlet. So we'll and uh, Denim, who hasn't been on the podcast maybe sometime he will. But the uh, four of us went and saw it, and afterwards Scarlet and I were talking, and we were talking about how whether so there's a thing that happens at the end. I'm going to try to be spoiler free here where it's ambiguous as to, we argued whether or not he was in, he was like an actual evil child or like all the way through, or whether it was like programming that he was fighting and gave into or, you know, things like that. So, and I, I think I'm more of the opinion that throughout the movie, like the, the ship is like you said, like waking up his programming essentially, and that he's, acclimating to it and that he is still partly there the the regular kid up until a thing that happens near the end. So uh, by the way, before we go any further, I just want to say that I think the movie is interesting. I think I'm not really super qualified to judge it because I'm not into horror movies. So I think Slagathor's opinion is going to be more important than mine, but my spoiler free section of the, this review is that it's, it's worth the time spent to see it, like this, is not like a ten dollar matinee kind of thing. But I saw it the dollar theater, and you know, it pops up on one of your streaming services. Like it's worth the two hours, just or the hour and a half, just because it's like a really kind of unique existence for now. Anyway, it's 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 different, but also familiar. I don't know. It's it's worth your time.
0: I agree wholeheartedly, especially since it seems like they um like they're they're wanting to create a big universe and do um, alterations of, you know, like Wonder Woman and uh, <sighs> Aquaman evil, and stuff like that. Yeah, evil yeah.
1: Aquaman. You know that I will not be anywhere near the theater if they make an evil Aquaman. Regular Aquaman was hard enough for me to watch.
0: <laughs> that's going to be like a very different type of Sharknado.
1: <laughs> anyway, Sorry. but I, I want to <laughs> ask, since since I'm not super into horror movies, that's my, like, and I'm this you know, being on this show is kind of odd for that, but that's why I'm here. I'm an outsider kind of perspective because that's my main takeaway that I was like, I felt like the movie was probably better than I felt it was, but I didn't have the experience or qualifications to sense that. Cause like I said, I was expecting a superhero deconstruction and what I got was more like a straightforward slasher movie that used superhero conventions as its foundation. So as someone who's more intrinsically interested in horror as a genre, uh, how do you feel about that, like, statement? Like, I'm get, like guessing that's not as big a deal for you as the fact that might even be a positive thing that's basically just a, like, 80s slasher movie just with a, a child alien Kryptonian.
0: To me, I honestly liked the idea of seeing it as evil Superman movie. Like, I didn't really think of it anything as a slasher um, type of horror movie or anything like that. To me, it was a... It was a evil super superman movie um so i agree with everything you said there i also like the fact that it was so easy to kind of also see nature versus nurture in it um i love to see also uh ulrich and i were talking about how it was so easy to see um like the relationship between like evil kid or murder or something like that and their parents and how you know no matter what they're they're just so convinced that their that their child could never do it or anything like that and that was exactly how the mother was there was a lot of um good things in it i don't know i i'm kind of jumbling about about it because i'm trying to think of so many so many things about it but um, well
1: i'll say that the the ending and maybe um again it's another thing about horror movies or movies of this type right the ending is not meant to make you feel like i won't say even in, even if I start getting a spoiler, I will not say how this movie ends. I will say that it's an ending that is made to be, you're not meant to feel well about it. Like it reminds me of, uh, how at the end of upgrade a movie from last year that I absolutely loved, the ending was awesome, but also made me feel kind of like almost sick to my stomach. Uh, so not, not that, not that necessarily is going on here, but something similar where the ending is meant to be unsettling and, uh, uncomfortable there that's the best word it's like uncomfortable it's interesting but uncomfortable and that's i think that's more common in like it's less common in your your blockbusters and superhero movies obviously but it's more common in the horror genre especially like i think back to uh to nightmare on elm street and how that ended like technically with freddie not being dead and pulling the the one lady through the like the door window (laughs)
0: Yeah, this is definitely not a um a happy ending movie. Um I also wanna address the the comments that you know everybody kept saying that this was a this was such a gory film and uh everything else like that. It is not a gory film. The only time that it is, it is gory is the deaths. Uh
1: it is well the one The, scene the
0: Deaths are gory.
1: Well, yeah, but I think that's usually what people mean when they say gore film. They're not saying it's like a Saw level of gore porn, but when when people are getting killed, it is okay. Only one of the deaths was too far. Like I couldn't watch one of them, and uh, the uncle, so I'll say, right? no, no, not the uncle. The uncle one was fine for me. It was um, the lady running, uh, the lady in the diner, right? Really. So, i will warn well i've got friends of mine my- i'm gonna warn people right now if you haven't seen this movie and you have a thing about eyes oh yeah then then the second you see um you'll know you'll know what it's coming up just just look away trust me on this
0: <laughs> no like i was i was fine with that scene and stuff it didn't make me wince a little bit the eye scene happened but yeah I'm like ta- everyone
1: everyone in my immediate social circle like that was the scene that we all point to as being like that was no
0: <laughs> um I do want to say spoiler real quick because I want to talk about the uncle's death real quick. That was the one that made me gasp a little bit because, like you know, I was expecting you know the the standard you know gore horror surrounded and stuff. I was not expecting his jaw to come off like that. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, so here's the thing about the the actors are all doing a pretty good job for what they're given, right? The the kid comes off. I mean, I keep saying Halloween and Michael Myers, but he does remind me of Michael Myers because once he's programming, like, locks, he becomes sociopathic, it seems like. His emotions, like, go away, and he's looking at it. Like, you'd think there'd be, like, anger, because that's what I expected. Like, oh, well, you'd have a 10-year-old kid who's has the power of Superman. Then, you know, they get angry, and they do things. No, he turns into a straight-up. That's probably what people are calling him, a drone. But I think that's, you know, it's totally intentional that he's he's coming off like this and then the, he,
0: he's like dissociating. That's, that's what Ulrich and I came up with. He, he kind of um, dissociates. I oh God. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Um, I think
1: it's, is it disassociate? I don't know the word, but I know what you're saying. I've heard the term before, but uh, let's see. The parents do great. I think the dad especially is great for, because the dad understands the situation much sooner but you can tell he's not mentally equipped to, to handle it.
0: Especially when he, you know, he's, he realizes all this, and then he goes and looks back at all the photos and stuff, and it's a little heartbreaking because it's like, you know, it's your kid. You don't want to believe he's a cold-hearted murderer.
1: Yeah, I will say that the mom, and this is a classic trope, right, where the the mom refuses to acknowledge the, the child's, evil until it's far too late so that's fine that's you know what was the class is it the omen was the classic No, uh even older than that but point is that she does f- that actress i have to admit like i have a hard time taking her seriously ever since um what was it forty year old version? <laughs> so but i know she's done she's done really good stuff it's just hard for me to take her seriously but she does a pretty good job here for you know considering that's the role she has to be she has to be kind of shrill and has to be kind of dense but Oh, there's a sequence where the dad has a nightmare that was one of the coolest like nightmare sequences I've seen in a while. And it's not even that complicated. It's pretty simple, but it was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really interesting to see kind of a certain way of how they they uh, found their son in the woods and stuff and what, you know, obviously what he sees in the nightmares and what happened. But yeah, it was really cool. I agree with that. I also want to address that some people out there A lot of comments have said that, you know, they should have raked over the script another time because certain things felt kind of, I guess, jumbled about and stuff. Um, Is that kind of how, what you thought of the movie as you were watching it? Like, like maybe they should have gone over it again and really polished up the script.
1: Nah, not really. I feel like people who say that are trying to expect something from the movie that it has no intention of being like I did originally. Like if they were going for superhero deconstruction, then yeah, sure. But that's not what they're going for. They're going for straight horror movie. This is a this is a no frills, no bull, just watch this kid, uh, this alien kid turn evil with Superman iconography and kill people. Like it's not interested in being anything more complicated, more deep or more, you know, interesting than that. So the fact that the plot is light enough to basically move from one sequence of him doing that to a, a sequence of him being creepy to another sequence of him doing that. Like the scariest scene for me in the entire movie was just one of like, it's like the first time he got triggered and he's like out in the barn. They kind of showed in the trailer and he's just like trying to tug open this, uh, this, this latch. And the mom's just like slowly walking out behind him. So about the music and the way that was done is all, it was like very effective, but yeah, the, the movie's not the, the script Considering what they were trying to do, I don't think it really could have been any better necessarily. Like anything that would have been better would have just been in polish and execution and it already does that pretty fine.
0: All right. I kind of I I kind of agree with you. Uh not kind of. I do agree with you. I don't really see what everybody was talking about. But then again, I don't really look too deeply into uh into movies and stuff. So um is there anything see, that
1: you I I do look really deeply into movies and I'm saying that I don't see like this movie's not trying to be deep. There's not much to look into. There's a couple things I remember coming out of being like, "Oh, well, this didn't really make sense." But then it's like, "Well, that's not really true. It just depends on how you think about it. It's perspective." I don't remember what they were offhand, <laughs> but my point is that I think if this is not the kind of movie that begs that kind of deep analytic, and I I abhor the whole like turn your brain off argument. That's bull. A movie. Uh, should be good enough to get you to turn your brain off. Not something you should do consciously. Like you know, Pacific Rim a good example of that for me. But I, I'm just saying that like this this movie is if unless something is like legitimately experience breaking for you, like little script inconsistencies or nitpicks, or I feel like it's kind of missing the point of what the movie's trying to do. You know,
0: was there anything that? you thought they could have changed or made better, or was there something in there that, you know, maybe you would have liked to see them?
1: Well, I mean, that depends entirely on what the end game goal is. If the end goal is just to make the movie that they made, essentially, like that kind of goal. Uh, in the movie itself, probably not. There's not a whole lot that could change for that purpose, other than maybe maybe utilize a few different other essentially Superman powers. Like basically it's, he uses, utilizes flight, super strength, invulnerability and heat ray vision. That's what he does. Right. So yeah. what if, uh, they even have a scene, right? Where this, he has a symbol that you see in all the trailers that looks a lot like the berserks. It's a, it's a BB for bright burned with the bees are back to back. Um, with a line going down the middle. And there's a scene where it's the diner one where, like, the lights go off and they come back up and all of the the windows have, are, like, almost iced, but they have the symbols drawn in them, right? So to me, when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, so they're going to do more than just the basics. Like, have the kid kill someone with frost breath, which is one of Superman's well-known powers. So, like, the only thing I could think of is... you're you're playing around with the concept of Superman as a serial killer, play around with more than just his base powers. They already came up with some clever stuff. Like, at one point, the kid, I I can't explain it any better than some other reviewer already said, he basically Looney Tunes someone, where, like, he grabs them by a limb and just starts slamming them back and forth, and it's hilarious, but it's also pretty messed up, which is a super strength thing, but it's like, yeah, Superman has crazy powers. Find some of the obscure ones and do weird things. Having him freeze someone to death would have been, like, you know, something different and interesting. This movie's basically doing the the kind of final destination thing where like you're going for a spectacle. So, you know, play that up.
0: Okay. I don't have anything that I would change about it. Maybe, maybe go in a bit more as to why he was, I don't want to say obsessed, but maybe why he was so interested in that one girl and stuff. And I, cause like, there's just a couple scenes with her and stuff. And then it's just, over after he takes care of her her mother and I I wanted a bit more to it so I think that would be my only my only complaint about it
1: I feel like if I I were dealing with that I just take out that subplot entirely I feel like I get why it's there we've got a preteen boy and of course what's one of the main things a preteen boy is going to latch on to uh you know the girl with that he's into and now he's got powers he's going to utilize that's a pretty creepy way to do it but that would have been better off if you were in the the deconstruction or if you had the balls to you know do some really messed up stuff with that which like not that the movie doesn't have balls but it doesn't really do like you said it doesn't really do much with it it's just there to serve to get him in conflict with other adults so so that wasn't really necessary i just would have cut that plot
0: i can see that But at the same time, I kind of almost would want something a bit more stalkery with her or something because, you know, she just kind of sort of sees him in the dark in her window and she automatically knows it's him and assumes he's a pervert and stuff. And then when he comes back to her room and everything, like nothing happens. And so, like I said, I if if they were going to do more about it, I'd want to see a bit more stalker stalker like tendencies toward her. I don't know. I think that would fit pretty well.
1: I did think it was hilarious that when that scene happened, I couldn't see him. Like, I knew that it was him, obviously, because this is what the movie's about. But I didn't actually visually see him. So the next day when she already automatically knew it was him, I was like, I had special movie vision and I couldn't see him. So I'm surprised you could.
0: I know. All you could see was a dark figure and red glowing eyes. That, That was it. So I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I will say that uh if they if they do, I, I read on the wiki that you know they're considering I don't know if it's a universe necessarily. I mean everything's a universe nowadays, but you know, sequels are possible about based around other ev- as we mentioned, like Evil Wonder Woman, Evil uh, Aquaman, Evil Ever. There was a third one, I can't remember what it was, but I will watch the hell out of an Evil Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> so would I. I would honestly watch all of them. I think if they could do this with all the other um, superheroes and stuff, this could be a really interesting um, series. And I honestly kind of hope that they they do do this because I want to see more.
1: Well, considering right now the only horror – franchise that's really like staying alive with that kind of thing is the Conjuring franchise with its Annabelle's and its nuns and stuff which apparently has crossed over the DC universe a couple times already with like Annabelle references and stuff but uh, and the what the dark universe that basically died on its feet with you know with uh, the mummy so having a a horror universe that's basically a dark mirror image of superheroes is kind of clever, you know, considering that super, it's, it's also not clever at all because you're literally banking on what is the most popular thing in pop culture right now. But it's like, I don't blame them for it. And I think it's an interesting way of, of writing those coattails in a different direction. So I'm, I'm pro it.
0: All right. By the time this episode comes out and you're listening to it, Brightburn will have been out for a couple months or so. And if you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? Go see it. It's a good thriller kind of... I don't want to say gory film, because in all honesty, it really isn't. But if you're one that's kind of cringy about gore or blood or something like that, yeah, it's going to be that way for you. Anyway, whatever, don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Go see the movie, pick it up at a Redbox or, hell, a Blockbuster if you still have it. (laughs) Is there anything you would like to plug, Axel? Uh,
1: I suppose Ulrich will get on my case if I don't actually plug the brother podcast of Geeks with Shields. You know we're on—I don't have the list in front of me. I think we're on Google Play and Stitcher and SoundCloud, if I remember correctly. So hey, if you like this, maybe check us out, and uh, also you know support Geeks Who Han. It's awesome.
0: Oh well, thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, tonight's horror tip. Number 34, if you find a book that is so obviously evil, do not read it aloud.